Hello. Hello. So it works. So we can start the recording. (laughs) I don't know if anybody knows we're on here. So So this is this is not like live. So this will be almost like a regular episode. Sorry, y'all. This is going to be like a regular episode and and then I'll post it on thing and then we can, you know, tell everybody that we posted the episode on our social medias. But um, but yeah, so hey, guys. (laughs) <laughs> now that they heard, heard, heard a lot of story. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Damn. This is our podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> I am your host, Rudy. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. And this is like technically episode eight, I think. Episode I know seven. You like did- Episode, thank you, Jeeves. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what about this prepare? Um, we did go on Instagram live, but clearly that wasn't really whatever. But but yes, this yeah, is we, episode seven. Yeah, this is episode seven. We did go on Instagram live just to try something different and new because everyone's quarantined, so we haven't had a chance to, you know, meet up and be able to record our episodes um efficiently and effectively. And- Everyone's expecting us to, um, so just exactly. bear with us during this time of crisis. Um, yes, so we're just gonna dive right in. Um, so what uh, you know, what would you like to discuss first? Hello, hello. Okay, so I'm going to put on here. Um, I know we were talking about the last thing we talked about was daycare openings. Um, and how do you feel about um, the government, the government um, trying to submit that we should reopen um, up the states again and have everyone go back to work, um, being as though that there is no vaccine for this COVID-19 currently right now? Um, they're talking as, as early as May, uh, end of May, I guess. I don't really know. Um, and then how's everybody feeling about this stimulus check and did everybody receive it? Hello? I'm not sure where my other <laughs> hostess um, is currently right now. I'm not sure what's going on. We might be having some technical difficulties. Um, please bear with us one moment. Um, so I'm waiting for her to fix what's going on with this anchor uh, recording that we're trying to do for our podcast. Um, we're trying to use their the anchor app uh, to record our podcast. Um, so, yes, yeah, some of the daycares are opening um, uh, back up. And um, unfortunately, I'm not moving forward with putting my child back into daycare, being as though that um, there is no vaccine. And um, so I just removed her from daycare indefinitely. Um, also, uh, um, with the daycares opening back up, you know, there was some talk about um, that the teachers will be wearing masks, but we don't know, like based on everybody being home, like there might be carriers, you know, parents could be carriers, potentially their child could be carriers and could bring it to the daycares as well as daycares have infants and stuff like that there. I just don't think it's safe. I don't think it's uh, uh, feasible for everybody to go back currently right now, at least, at least to um, 
they get a vaccine until, you know, the numbers come down because there's still a lot of people, you know, dying from this. So being as though that everybody, you know, are still having some. Hello, and we're back. Um, <laughs> Hello. And this is hard podcast. What happened? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what happened. I was steady talking and it was like, Roop! and I'm like, Nicole, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what happened either. I was just sitting here and I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> okay. So we're going to just continue on. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> okay. 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 So you were leading in with the, about the daycare and how you, you know, you decided to not, uh, you know, re-enroll your daughter into daycare. Which I think is admirable. Um, I put up a little post on my blog Instagram because you know I have like fifteen Instagrams, <laughs> but I put it up on my blog Instagram because I know I, 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 like our, our blog is kind of like for moms. So I know I have a lot of fellow moms out there, some that are, have already been stay-at-home moms, some that are you know now working remotely like I am, and also trying to educate my child but a lot of people Mm -hmm. surprisingly said they are ready to re-enroll their children back in school I think out of the poll I don't know how many people actually took the poll but the percentage wise it said 90 I think it was 90 percent said definitely they, they would be putting their children back in school now I don't know if that's because more of those are um moms who maybe working remotely now, but maybe their company is going to phase them back to the office. So they'll have Mm. to put them back in the school. I know at at the moment, I know my job said that they want to continue us working remotely. But if they had to put me back in the office, I would have to put my son to school because, I mean, I have no other option, but I think I may keep him home too as long as I can. Okay. balance it out. Yeah, because I I don't think parents are intentionally trying to uh, endanger their child, if that makes sense, you know, endanger their children, their health and their well-being. I'm hoping not. I just also think, too, that, yes, people may have to go back to work um, or the the government, the president is pretty much stirring the pot trying to uh, encourage companies to reopen Mm -hmm. so people can go back to work. But the reality of it is there's no vaccine. So there could be those that are home that are carriers, whether they're the parent or and or could give it to their child and not show symptoms and show up at the daycare. That's my concern. Exactly. And although that the, some of the teachers and stuff at the daycare are going to have masks, that means my child will be having a mask if that's the case and walking around with gloves on. Like I would not be playing no game. And it's so crazy. I would have to definitely. Speaking of masks, like I know. Um, so a uh, fellow mom, mommy that I follow on Instagram, um, she actually does like hair bonnets and things. So she, you know, had extra fabric. So she makes masks. But I did notice that I've been the couple times that Xavier had to go out with me. I don't know where we went. Oh, we were running to get my, my mom's prescription. And I thought we were going to have to go in the store. But luckily, we only had to go to the drive through But anyway, I got a mask made, but he kept touching the outside. So like little kids don't realize like, you're not supposed to touch the outside of the mask. I'm like, I feel like for their age and like your daughter's age, it's actually like detrimental because then now they're touching the mask 
<laughs> and they're touching their face because they're not used to it on their face. So I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing because I did put one on page. She did leave the house with Andre to go to a drive through McDonald's. She wanted her um, Happy Meal. And I told him he's, she's going to have to put a mask on. Okay. And I said, you are a superhero and this is your superhero Aww. protection. <laughs> you have to keep it on at all times. If not, you will not be protected from the bad people. So you have to keep that on your face. That's what I, that's the best way I could explain to her as a child to get her to understand how serious, you know, it is. And that was her like, almost like saying that's her cape, you know? Um, But that's how I could explain it to her. Wow. Um, That was a good, that was a good one. That was a good one. But yeah, yeah, so she kept it on. She came in the house with it on and everything. So I know she kept it on. <laughs> she kept it on. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like myself, gloves too. Like, yeah, I definitely didn't put gloves on them. I, I had his winter gloves because I've seen people in the stores with that. Because I try to limit myself even going to the stores because I'm like, okay, I'm home working remotely. So like, I don't want to jeopardize and, you know, pick something up. And then my mom's in the house. But that, but like the point that you were making about like this, uh, you know, parents may be carriers and then sending their kids to school and then my child could pick something up. One, my son is asthmatic um, and he has pretty severe asthma. Knock on wood, he Mm -hmm. hasn't had any asthma attacks in almost a year, but last it was pretty tough. But then I have asthma. Then also my mother lives with me and, you know, she, um, is a double lung transplant recipient. So, like, I was like, I just have too many factors to send him. So, I hope my company doesn't open up. I know I have a family member, like, she has to go back to work soon. And she was saying the same thing. She has, like, you know, children different ages. But, like, her youngest is, I would say, like, just got out of the baby stage. He's, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's mm-hmm. a little fellow. She definitely said, like, you know, like, she is concerned and worried. The same thing. Like, there's no vaccine and God forbid if one person gets it, you don't know how everybody's going to respond to getting the disease. One person may be okay, and then another person, another child, it could kill them. So, like, it's so scary. You just never know. I don't know. I was in shock to see that so many parents are, like, ready to send them back. I don't know if it's just because... I'm feeling like it's a little <laughs> bit of both. So, it's regarding the work, and also they're just ready to get them kind of out of their hair kind of thing um too i feel like but that could just be my opinion i mean if my job is back to work then then i i would have to figure something out you know what i'm saying and i would maybe also the education wise that's the only thing like that's like a thorn in my side as much as i can try to work with him i still have to work eight hours like i mean i think my job obviously understands that like a lot like everybody at this point in time, schools are closed. So I guess they kind of understand, okay, our workers will be home with their children. But, like, that excuse can only go so long. So probably by May, they're going to be like, okay, sis, figure it out. <laughs> like, if you can't work and do this job, we'll find we'll find somebody else that will do it. So I know, like, I've been able to kind of do lessons with, with Xavier a little bit. But I'm like, I just don't want him to fall short and then be like not prepared for kindergarten or something yeah and I just thought he was learning so much like he was learning spanish and learning about the weather and dinosaurs and he tells me so much and now i'm like ugh, i'm just letting him watch i'm just letting him watch youtube on the tablet <laughs> yeah I, I i totally understand you're saying you don't want them to fall behind too 
But I, I don't yeah. know what it depends what's a priority to a lot of the parents. That's what it comes down to. And I understand at yeah. the end of the day, Bill's going to have to get paid. I understand that they may not have someone that's going to watch their child. But they also have to keep in mind, too, that there are like, you have to try all your avenues of you're reaching out to your so-called village to be able to, um, like they say, it takes, takes a village to, you know, raise a child, to try to utilize all your, your, um, your options as much as possible. Um, if that means that the dad or the other opposite parent or the grandparent who's retired, teacher who's retired, or if they're out of work or out of school right now, that might be your best bet than to sending them to more germs, even though that's kind of sending them to germs. But, kind listen, of, but, not- but I was going to say that I was going to say that to you. Like I, I had like a sister call with like me and my friends, um, my other friends from like, you know, just growing up childhood friends. And I said the same thing. I said, you know what? I'm almost even because I co-parent. Um, I'm, I should say I'm a single mom. I'm just a co-parenting mom. <laughs> um, and me and my co-parent, uh, you know, we live in two different households. And I, I literally was thinking like, not that my house is any less with germs than his house, but now we're just commingling germs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm sending him there and there's, uh, you know, he has his father there and his stepmother, uh, his uh, stepbrother, his half brother. and Like, it's just a lot. So I'm like, is this any better? So every time he comes home, I'm literally like concerned, walking with bated breath, like the first few days, should I keep him totally distant from my mom? And then that's hard because my mom just wants to be around him. And the minute he comes home, she's like, come here, baby. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if he, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if like who else It's just, it's just so. I mean, I I just, I was, I was on um, Essence uh, live chat room today when they were talking about how there are women that are coming out of jail and they're supposed to get reunited with their children, but they cannot because of the COVID-19. Secondly, that they have to get tested um, quite frequently to make sure that they're not um, still any usage of any drugs or whatever. So they still have to go out in the public to do this and still risk their safety by doing this. And if they don't go and take their test, that could possibly put them and by a certain time that could possibly put them back into the system again. So it's kind of like everybody wow. is facing it some sort of way uh, yeah. on so many spectrums. And that's what I learned today, listening to their, their live chat um, from different states, California, I think Atlanta um, and one other state I can't think of, but they were like all these black women all over the place and saying how, how it's impacting black women in general. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, in general in um, going through this COVID-19 they're saying it's not just you know based on the symptomatic part of it um, you know let's rule out the fact like how is it impacting black women like they even went down into that and I was like whoa this stuff is getting deep you know um, but it was a lot to take in I, it was so much that's the first thing that stood out to me and I'm like oh wow you know you, you think of just your your closest friends your loved ones but there's also people that are incarcerated that are dealing with this people that are trying to you know hit their court dates but they can't they were supposed to be coming out of jail and they can't because now they can't go to the court because the court her um are closed due to this COVID-19 stuff so it's a lot of stuff that's on hold right now yes and I have a friend from high school um she just gave birth, uh, but she 
she didn't test positive, but the baby ended up testing positive. So they had to be quarantined and she should be able to say, I think they're retesting the baby. I think it should be this, this, oh, it should have been this Friday. It should have been today. So I'm hoping the baby tested negative, but the mom did not. Interesting. And, and the father was allowed to be in the room, but I don't know if he got tested or not, Mm. but I know the baby tested positive. What state was this in? Uh, she had the baby in New York, but she's from, she was living in Connecticut. So I don't know if she had traveled to New York, but it's just so weird because she, but she d- does not have the virus. See, and I just talked to my mom about the New York state laws that they're state that they had passed that, that no one else can be in the room during, um, birthing. So it's kind of crazy that you're saying that, but the other part of that is, um, what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't, and maybe that's why the husband doesn't have it because maybe he was not in the room. Mm. I don't know the full details. I just know that she said it's been gut wrenching because she, you know, you know, like she wanted to do the same things that I kind of wanted to do when I had the baby. But she's like, I wanted to do the skin to skin and like nurse the baby. But um, I don't know how they came about the test. I guess I don't know if they were testing all women on the maternity units, but she tested negative. But I don't know why they would test the baby. I don't know the baby was showing symptoms. But then shortly after, she's like, and then we've been separated. She's like, I don't know if my milk is still there. And she's just so beside mm. herself. And I'm like, I, I'm like, just don't, you know, as long as the baby is healthy. I feel like that's that's your only concern. Everything else, if it happens, it ha- if you don't nurse, if you don't breastfeed, who cares? As long as the baby's healthy. Yeah, that's true. Because that you know? means that she, the baby could have contracted it from the hospital. Cause you know, this stuff is, that's what I'm thinking because they come out, they come out very vulnerable. They're at a vulnerable state when they first come out of you. You know what I'm saying? So the exposure to the air in general, you know, depending on how many doctors and nurses were even in there, all of that, all of that plays a role. And she ended up having a C-section. So it could have been, and I know that the room is there, but like, like you said, there's, there's, a lot of different people. I don't even remember who was in my C-section because I was kind of out of it, but I know there's the anesthesiologists and nurses and other docs. Like there's, it's a room full of people. So who knows? And I'm like, I I literally, that was my thought. I didn't mention it to her, but I was like, what if it was like a hospital contracted of the virus? Because if both parents don't have it, I mean, clearly the baby got it in the hospital. Yeah. And I just found out this morning that my brother's other aunt is on a um, and this is the sister of the other one who just passed away literally yesterday or the day before yesterday, her sister passed away and now, um, she's in the hospital. So I don't know if they went to the store together or if they went to the uh, grocery store. Cause they seem like they like to go to the store, like not to go like, probably. you know, I don't know, but, um, yeah, probably being in like close and maybe they contracted it. And I don't know if people like contract it and they kind of go symptomless and then the symptoms just come out rearing their heads off. Yeah. Cause I was watching CNN today and, um, the guy, uh, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, who's the anchor for CNN, you know, he's been, he's had the disease and today his wife just tested positive. And that's what they're saying. A lot of people, which is like, going back to the daycare thing which is why like you said when you were like kind of talking about it I'm like yeah Nicole is right like I'm not going to do that they said like it's inevitable if one person contracts it in the house the whole house is going to get it like there's no answer for bus like you can try to be the best I'm like germs are going to spread and you I don't know because it's airborne it's 
on surfaces so like there's no not getting it so like if i if, if my son were to contract it like we would have to go to a hotel or something like i couldn't be in the house with my mother and then you know yeah i get my mom her breakfast and lunch and <laughs> I, I who's gonna attend her you know not that my sister's here but like you know my sister works pretty hard so like who would be here to get her other meals or just make sure she's okay so yeah i gotta kind of worry about the whole well-being of the family but but um when chris cuomo was like yeah my wife has just come come down and contracted it i was like gosh it just spreads i guess it really does like you like your brother's um Aunts, it kind of just spreads in the family. Like one gets it, and then yeah, if they if they were it. around each other, I don't know if they're mm-hmm. if they both live um in uh the state of New Jersey. I know one of them does. I don't know where the other one lives. Um, because I know that's a hot spot. New Jersey is a hot spot. Um, but I mean, overall, it's just it's just it's just sad. And I feel like the country is trying to rush itself back to work. But not keeping in mind that people are dying and that people are losing their lives and there's no vaccine for this right now. So how are we supposed to fight it? Um, even if you tell people keep safe distance, um, but if the typical normal people go back to just treating it like it's like no, like nothing's happening, it's gonna rare like the ugly seasonal head again. flu. Yeah, or whatever they said in the beginning, it's just like a, a seasonal flu, just a little worse. It's not a little worse, even though I don't get the flu vaccine there is a flu vaccine <laughs> like every yeah year i do get the shot, flu vaccine so. though from time to time but it, it is way worse than that i mean not to say that people didn't die from the flu people did but i mean the bodies like the not these not showing numbers like this you see what i'm saying and mm-hmm. i don't know every, everybody's like oh sixty thousand people died from the flu we're only at thirty thousand but there is no vaccine for it. Like, <laughs> at least, at least, or like I should say, vaccine or, or treatment. Yeah, like, some sort of treatment. Yeah. With the flu, you can get Tamiflu, and yes, some people are going to still die. Yes, because if you already have a lung condition and you get any sort of cold or anything, like even my mom, like she had pneumonia. That a lot of people can have pneumonia and be fine. My mom gets it. For somebody with underlying condition, it could be it could be fatal. But like. This there is no medical treatment. So when somebody says that one more time, I'm like, until it's your family member that's or somebody that Ill. know that they know, that's when they'll realize yeah. that it's serious. That's why I don't understand when people say, Oh, it's not that serious. I'm like, What? Are you kidding me? It is way serious but you out know here. What's crazy because I was watching the news and I need to stop doing this. I been I I feel like I'm having like ang- anxiousness. I don't know, but I binge watch the news like at nighttime. I'm like, oh god. I just have to get my like catch up to see what's going on because I'm just nervous. Like I get anxious going to the supermarket now. It makes me so nervous. But I was watching it. Did, did you know there's some states that are still open, mm-hmm. like South Dakota? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a meat factory. It was like a couple of days ago. Five hundred of their workers got the coronavirus in the meat factory. So now that pork plant for pork meat is shut I know it's my mom's favorite people. bacon that's what my husband was telling me today and I was like oh no I said I gotta call her and tell her oh no she's gonna be so upset that center cut that is like my but yet still want to keep they want to try to open this and I'm like do y'all want the numbers to continue to um get higher is that is that the end goal that nobody shows up to work but as the governor nobody's as the governor nobody is living exactly as the governor of that state when you saw like your state went from 
maybe only having 500 to in a day getting 500 cases in one plant, you would think, oh, this would be my time to like shut my state down. And then this, the wife of one of the people who got the disease but ended up mm. passing away said that that plant, they were offering their employees $500 for not calling out in the month of oh, April. Oh, wow. you think? But now, now, now 500 people have died. I mean, not died. 500 people have contracted. And could possibly disease. die over $500. Over $500. Jesus. A, but th- that, the incentive was don't call out for the month of April and you get the $500. So they're trying to tell me $500 is worth someone's life is what I'm hearing. So that's that's, that's all that they can she really like, bear. I wish somebody would tell Smithfield $500 is not worth my husband's life. That's what the the article, the head of the article Jesus was in the Christ. Washington Post. And the, the wife said that, like, I wish I would have known. And she's like, I egged my husband on. Like, oh, wow, we really could use this money. Things have been tight, you know, other restrictions have gone through and you know things have been tight she's like and i was like yeah five hundred dollars and she's like i wish i would have known yeah because my husband was just telling me that a lot of guys are not choosing to come in because the amount of money that they're getting either for unemployment or whatever is just the amount as money as if they were working so they're choosing not to show but also keeping in mind that they do have other kids at home so they're trying to stay safe for themselves and their children you know what i'm saying they don't want to contract it and then their children get it so I understand. I was like, I was like, yeah. well, my person's name was like, oh man, they're not going. So I know they're probably gonna have mad work. You're gonna be able to get overtime. Then I was like, yeah, but it's not worth you losing your life over. Cause he's like, you're not gonna make me, you're not gonna allow me to do overtime. Hell no. I mean, it sounds nice, but not in today's time, it is it. <laughs> oh, not even that. Yeah, just the thing, because I know even um a uh, guy following Instagram, he's a, a doctor. Well, I mean, clearly because he's working with patients that have it. But um, they're quarantining him in a hotel, like the hospital that he works for. They um, are keeping him quarantined. He can't be around his children, I guess, for the two weeks while he's on that floor. But I don't know if they're going to continue it for two weeks after because, yeah, I guess you would have to because if you would have contracted, well, I don't know how it works. But I know for the while he's on the floor, they're keeping him quarantined from his family. So he did like an Instagram video where he like drove up and said hi just from like the car door then broke my heart i'm like wow you don't think about like the healthcare workers that are really but anybody healthcare workers, workers, workers grocery store workers grocery store cashiers workers. uh yes. truck drivers my mom was just telling me about some truck drivers that were crying because they can't stop to go to the bathroom because a lot of places aren't open um they have no way of actually getting something really to eat while they're on the road half the time because a lot of places aren't open that they normally go to i guess on their routes or whatever um and that they were saying like oh yeah everybody wants you know their stuff or their items or their products but nobody's looking at the sacrifices we have to make and possibly you know possibly contracting this stuff and taking it home to our families so my mom also put out there i think she stated like yeah you know we do appreciate the hard work that you guys are putting in and the sacrifices you are making but plus keep in mind that um, at the end of the day, anybody can contract it. It's not just you guys, you know, and people that are simply just, you know, happen to not show symptoms as now showing symptoms out of the blue. And then my mom was also telling me, like, she's even concerned about the ventilators at the hospitals. Are they really cleaning those things, having enough time to clean them before they hit the next patient is another thing of transferring germs. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and then the other part I was mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. is, you know how they said like, oh, people are dying, um, passing away without saying bye to their loved ones or being able to talk to them because um, they're on breathing machines and all that type of stuff. I'm wondering that those that are, are still able to, like very coherent, are able to see um, their loved ones, you know, via through um, the FaceTime or through an iPad or something like that, that the hospital may provide. I think some hospitals in certain states are doing it now because that kind of encourages someone to fight. You know what I'm saying? And I noticed they were saying some more patients were be they were able to leave the hospital based on just that alone, you know? Um, that that was a blessing that they could actually, you know, see their loved ones and that they encouraged them, that they said they'll be there for them or be with them. That whole nine, I think, kind of goes a long way, too. No, for sure. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine, even when I was just in the hospital and they were just awaiting my results, even though I was having the opportunity to FaceTime, I guess just still not interacting with people or, or, and feeling like a leper because even when, the nurses were coming in few and far between and they were like only calling before they came in, which I understand. Like, they didn't know if I had it. And I, I definitely, if I had it, I wouldn't want somebody else to get it, but it does make you kind of just feel like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like you just feel so lonely. So that would be awesome. If hospitals would do that, implement that, like at least having people being able to FaceTime. Cause they say um, it happens so you know, fast. Like, connect it. With yeah, they said it happens yeah. so fast. They go from talking and, and I'm um, doing yeah, I had and a family it, member just, who's now off the ventilator, but it literally that's how fast it went. Talking to boom, hospital, and then the minute they got walked into the hospital, they put that family member on a ventilator, and there they were on a ventilator for two weeks. And my aunt was not able to speak to her husband wow. or know anything how he was doing for two weeks. Like I couldn't, I now that I couldn't even imagine that. So and like, I think that's how fast people's lungs fill up. So that analogy that my mom was saying, a doctor was saying via videos that, you know, imagine, you know, a Coke bottle empty and you start, it just starts filling up with foam. That's how fast um, their lungs and all of that starts to fill up with the actual uh, virus. And then they can't breathe. It's they're just suffocating. Even on the machine, it's, this machine is pretty much running for them. And it's like they're mm-hmm. pretty much they're dying from suffocation. That's what was pretty much explained to me. And I was like, if that's not a horrible death by your, you know, by yourself, doing it by yourself, I don't know. I don't know what else is. It's almost like you're drowning. Yeah, and, and that part, and that part, like doing it by yourself, like if we're all, we're all meant to die and not to get morbid, but like at least you know, usually like in the end, even like with grandparents, I know like every one of like my elder uh, relatives that have passed away, there was always somebody with them in the room kind of, or at least even, you know, yeah, pretty much for each one that kind of did pass away. Somebody was always in the room. I couldn't imagine like your last days. Yeah. And some people, and some people don't, they're not, they're not getting that. They're not allowing people to grieve. They're not allowing families to grieve. And, and I understand that it's the safety thing. So people doesn't, so it doesn't spread. But then the families are not able to grieve. They're having a hard time. You can't even hug or, you know, you know, kiss the person in a casket. They don't want you touching the body. They don't want you touching the casket. Yeah. None of that. So this stuff that was either created or planted in certain states, because all these certain states that are having more bigger people, that cities that are heavily populated are considered to be hot spots. Something doesn't sound right about what is really going on. The government is not really being very honest 
with the American people about what they've done or what they've known of and how it got spread and how they didn't react the way appropriately. Yeah, I know. Now they're saying they don't think they don't think that the virus actually, even though it started, I guess, within China, they're saying that they have traced it back enough to know that we started getting the virus not from a Chinese immigrant that came to the United States. It was from somebody that came from Europe, in fact. And they're also saying that um, that the person who, ever, I guess, came to Europe, they were in New York somehow. So that's probably why New York is mm-hmm. more, you know, hit. But I think they also said the reason why, like, the inner, not, I shouldn't say inner cities, but why more urban areas, why more urban areas are, um, you know, more susceptible is because the same thing, kind of like how in my household, there's multi-generations that are living in one household. So, like, a lot of these New York family, you know, they they're are, pretty much up on each other, but that's how um, they're saying it's they that's up on it's each small other, it's small it's quarters. Tight. But that's how they're saying it's spread it. Who do who do we they're, know? They could have went to a normal subway and wiped down subways or something with this on like railings or whatever, and just let that shit just go. Who knows? Only God knows that. That's how I feel. Like only God knows what what is really happening. You know what I'm saying? So about this stimulus check thing that's going on. <laughs> Oh, but wait, wait, wait. Before, before we open that up, I have to say two more things. So about like the uh, states reopening. So I know I heard Texas are starting different reopening plans starting Monday. They're going to have where you can do more, more retailers are opening on Monday in the state of Texas. And I think it's only going to open up like for the first few weeks, where it's more like you can order online and they can bring it out curbside. But they so it's going to guarantee more workers are getting back into the workflow because you know that's what they want, child. They just want people to work, regardless if you're going to die. They just like get this economy running because that's their big thing. Yeah, and I heard that and even small businesses, thing. small but businesses ain't even getting a cut either. That's a whole other thing. Yes, and girl, yes, because they have already run out of money. And then they said in Florida, starting today. They already opened up beaches. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, certain beaches did open up today because I've seen people posting that on Facebook like, this is crazy. They really want people to literally die because they know people are not going to want to stay away from the beach, especially when the weather is about to change. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, does that mean, because that's what I'm saying, like, so you open up a beach, but are you restricting travel? Because then why wouldn't people from other states like New York, like, hell, like, they're getting inundated so i'll be like all right let's roll to florida you know you you just don't know how people are going to think so like is that going to stop travel or like you opening the beach is it only for florida residents or is it for anybody to come to the beach i think it's for whoever because money talks more than what the deaf of people talk it claim it, it seems like you know they, they're concerned about the stock exchange they're concerned about the bottom line, which the is the almighty dollar. dollar. That's all they're concerned about at this point. But they said the the one mayor, I think I think I know Jacksonville for sure was one of the cities that opened up or whatever. But I think he said, Oh, don't think we're just opening up the beaches for like carte blanche. We're is we actually have limitations. So the beaches are only open up for people to bicycle, to exercise, to run, to jog, to walk. 
Okay, but, but why, Sway? But time. why? That's how, that's how I feel. <laughs> but why? It is not currently needed right now. The goal is to get everybody healthy and get back to the normal state. We cannot go back to its normal state, and it will probably never be normal based on the millions of people that are unemployed and what jobs are going to be available. But you know what I'm saying? like the, Or what work life is going to look like anymore because now companies now realize, like, People can work from home. People can let their job go if it's if it's going to impact their health at any given time. Like they don't run people's lives, and I feel like they at that one point they were feeling like they had some type of control over people um, regarding um, them working all the time and and just take taking whatever they can dish out and just keep working like we're lab rats. No, it doesn't work like that. People are more concerned about their health and well being. How else are they supposed to get by and 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 be able to survive for their own families? They have families too. Yeah, not and not just their health, but they're worried about like you said, now we realize about their mm-hmm. whole family, everybody. But but you can go on to the stimulus. I just have to say that when I saw that the beaches were open, I was like, What? And then immediately I saw online mm-hmm. one of my high school friends was like, Oh my god, mm-hmm. my husband just booked a trip for us to go to Florida in May. <laughs> what? Why are you trying to travel with your and I said, I said, wait, wait, wait. Uh, is it just for you guys or for the family? She's like, oh no, all four of us, $125 round trip tickets to Florida. So you're about to take your family on a vacation in May. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, So they opened the beaches, but look, people from Philadelphia trying to travel. But the whole thing is Florida got, Florida Florida. has cases. My mom talks to um, someone that's out there, um, but they, they explained to her too, that work at different hospitals, that there are cases. There are a lot of cases that are showing up um, and that, um, you know, there some places are understaffed. Some people are having to work way over the amount of time of them even being able to understand what's even happening. Meaning, like people are not getting any sleep. These doctors and these nurses and the people that even clean the rooms, Lord Jesus, please protect them because they have to go and clean yes. them. People forget about the little people that actually have to deal with it. You know, that are in really exactly. on the front lines. You know, barely having time to even eat. Um, I was watching that on uh on Instagram. I think her name is Angela Simmons. She's actually out there, you know, rich, helping raise money to be able to feed some of these nurses and doctors, um, and workers there that are on the front line that don't have time to even take a break to even eat because they're helping patients. And just the turmoil to just feel like you mm-hmm. keep losing patients, like that has to be crushing. But um, but I was just that that is exactly why I'm like this is going to continue going the minute I saw that girl post that I'm like why do people even yeah. want to travel and that's because the, the prices is looking mighty nice right now and that stimulus check just came in right on time so that's what the government is expecting yes. people to do take their little change instead of paying bills because they're going to be eventually behind bills they're not you know they're using that to go book trips or to travel or to put back into the economy so the stock market can go back up Nobody is dumb over here. I feel like the government thinks people are stupid. The The normal citizens, the American citizens are, are not stupid. They are fully aware of what they're trying to do. Fully aware. Well, I should say, like, other countries' stimulus are much better. I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. Um, what you mean in terms of the I, amount much better? Because yeah, I, I think I heard that. I mean, the amount and, and actually, like, caring about the well-being mm. for your citizens. Like, like for me, I, I, 
it was much appreciated to receive a stimulus check. It was. But did I need it? No, because I, I'm luckily I have still remained employed. I mean, it did come in handy because while I was out during your hospitalization, the, um, getting checked and getting not feeling access, well. Yeah. yeah, my hospitalization. Yeah, I they didn't compensate me. And I asked them, is this, you know, a part of the COVID FMLA situation that my mom was telling me, like, they're supposed to be offering people. That is only if you are out, you know, awaiting testing and then you come back positive. Like they didn't, I didn't know there was a stipulation. I thought if I was out being tested. Well, I still I think it even applies to you because out. based on your diagnosis, they're saying that uh, that's a part of it. Like that's still a part of it. That's just what I heard recently. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you go oh. back and get retested if you're going to have it. Cause even though you probably went there and you might've had, um, what did it say? Um, Oh, I mm-hmm. have heard that. they. I have heard they say, um, yeah, that people are showing up testing negative and then maybe like yeah. a day later, yeah. they, mm-hmm. and behold, they really are. So I, so I probably will just try to get tested to see if I do have the antibodies for it or whatever. But um, but I feel like for people like, I have family members that are like uh, delivery drivers and things like that where they totally lost their job. Unemployment, of course, because how many people now? Like twenty yeah. million people have applied for unemployment benefits mm-hmm. benefits across the country. So he yeah, is still waiting his mm-hmm. unemployment, and he did, yeah. So he did get the stimulus, but like, um, it's really not enough if you think about it. Like, even if he tried to pay, <coughs> excuse me, a portion of his bill of his bills, what is that really doing for you? And like you know, they are saying that some people are companies are offering good um like forbearance type of things like but for his mortgage is similar to mine they're offering a forbearance but the minute that the forbearance is up whatever you owe that it's past due so if your mortgage is whatever twelve hundred dollars whatever your mortgage is yeah they'll let you skip april and maybe they'll let you skip may not really technically skip forbearing it but come june they want you to have april's May's yeah and that's what they're right? saying that's, that's what they're saying a lot like, of them are saying that yeah um, so so what is not even that like why aren't doing? the why aren't the banks even person. accommodating um homeowners uh you know what i'm saying based off that won't they put that on the back end like what is the big deal y'all are already you want us to keep the loan as long as possible so why not put it on the back end it doesn't make any sense you know what i'm saying but yet the government will bail out airplanes those companies that have nothing to do mm-hmm. that have come on, CEOs come on who are in the gas you and the they're paying for gas mode. for planes that we can't even yes. use right now because ain't nobody flying nowhere unless you unless you want a business or doctor or something that's the only way they're allowing you to fly. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Small businesses are not even getting funding at all. Um, like my brother has a small business, he didn't get anything. His friend who has a restaurant didn't get nothing. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, people really are trying to survive. Then think about the people that were on unemployment prior to this crisis hitting. Are they getting the paychecks? I heard, I heard that they're still like to go file every two weeks or whatever the requirement is. They can't even get on there because the system is so freaking overwhelmed, out of date. That it's just growing. So they can't even get their normal stuff that they were getting before. Yeah, that's exactly what um that's exactly what um 
what my uncle was saying. He was saying like he was like he was just trying so many ways, trying to figure out so many different ways that he can try to make ends meet. And he said he is thankful for the stimulus, but he said um, like other like I think like Canada, the, their system is up to date. They're able to go ahead, log on. I think people were getting a response and then got monies within like two days of applying. They get two thousand dollars monthly. Of course, they already have universal health care, so that everybody's health care is free, and they're getting two thousand dollars monthly. And I think on top of unemployment benefits, but every citizen mm. is getting two thousand dollars a month. Every person. So, like, what one a one time twelve hundred dollar payment? And I don't think people, certain what, people are getting twelve hundred. There's people like said, that are thankful. single, um, don't have kids. They're not even getting nowhere near that. You feel me? They're not even getting that. I guess if if your income is a certain amount, I feel like they said as long as you make under seventy five thousand, even if you're single, you're an adult that makes under seventy five thousand, um, gets the twelve hundred dollars. So once married, again, they're punishing yeah, people that <laughs> actually make more money and they're single and don't have no and their kids are grown. Like what is we what are we doing? Then government can actually go in and make more money if they wanted to and disperse it out and help the American public people, but they're choosing not to do that. They really are. They want us to they gave us our little our little refund. Here you go. I'm gonna need you to get your ass back to work. That's like supposed to encourage you to say, all right, yeah, I can go back to work now or like Oh, this was good. Just to get people in this happy moment, like you're giving somebody a lollipop, a kid a lollipop. We're getting excited. Now they want us to go back to work. That's exactly what this is right now. It is. And people were all so chummy. And I was like, <laughs> again, I'm thankful for it. But, but like when I think about family members that really, yeah, that's nothing but a drop in the bucket. Like, yeah been out of work because my uncle's been out and of let's work. not talk about I each state they, and their unemployment uh rates March. and percentages and they not really giving out hardly no money for real for real aka florida but you know i digress <laughs> no but i heard they're doing like supposed to be like 400 times your weekly salary so at least you're they're not they're not because i think be based doing. on whatever state like know. so florida's a retirement state kind of thing so i'm I, I think they're assuming or the government is assuming that they don't really they're i guess assuming that they really don't need that much money so you got people getting only less than 500 dollars to pay mortgages all that type of stuff so i just don't think they got the numbers right do you see what i'm saying and then how's that the millionaires are still walking away with 1.7 million dollars you get that article i sent you regarding that too so the millionaires are still becoming millionaires based on this refund. That's why they don't have money for the small businesses. When they give to the airlines, which I don't understand why, because they already have enough money, and then they go and <laughs> give it to them. That's why the small businesses can't even be be profitable at all or can't even be staying afloat, I uh, would, would assume. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, like you said, even like your brother, like all the small business owners, I couldn't imagine, like, you're just trying to be an entrepreneur and, and make something for yourself, you know, and do it your own way and be your own boss. And then, I mean, I know nobody knew that something like this could happen, but I mean, help them out They're they're and they might have employees and 
and they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, maintain their family and they may have employees and like you're just basically mm-hmm. screwing them over. So again, this twelve hundred dollars, it's nice, but for like me, like I said, I am grateful and thankful, but like for like when I think of people that need more, this literally was like a snap yep. it's like a slap in their face. For people that are out here starving, like like I have family members that said like they're literally hungry and apparently they're supposed to be raising their food stamps as well and at least giving people something that are literally unemployed and 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 poverty stricken and they're not doing anything as a community everybody has to come together and help each other um like i said it takes a village everybody has to come in and help each other those that are not in desperate need of uh this type of assistance definitely reach out to those that do need it hospitals, nurses, your next door neighbor might be short of food. You just never know. You know what I'm saying? Um, You can go to shelters. They're probably Mm -hmm. in need of food. Um, A homeless person. I don't even know where all the homeless people are even going at this point Um, because I'm hoping that they're letting over the amount of um, people to come into their shelters. You know what I'm saying? I know there's like a cap on how many people can be there at a time um, due to safety reasons, but I, I I don't I can't even imagine either. That's what I'm saying. Like if if you have it, definitely try to give in some sort of way to help each other get through this. Yeah, we have to do what we best that that we know yeah. what to do is to survive. As black people, that's what we know how to do is survive. And I was gonna say, um, I totally forgot back to the um back to even the spread of the disease. Um, I know my, I know my, um, my uncle, he works in, but I want to know how do they classify stuff as like, um, how do they classify stuff as essential or not? Cause my other uncle, he works in a factory, but it's not like a food factory. It's just, um, like your, your everyday, like plastic factory or whatever. Um, he's out and I'm totally worried about him because um, he has underlying like health conditions and he's um, the factory is like out in Lancaster and 10 people contracted it in there so he is out in quarantining and he has to get tested because he came into contact with one of those 10 people who have mm. it but like that's how fast it spreads so like I just really hope people just are mindful or don't take it for granted that they can't possibly it. catch Either it yep, yeah. don't Yes, don't try to travel just because you got your stimulus. And that's what my friend said <laughs> that is going. She's like, yeah, because we got our stimulus. So it's extra money because they're still working. So they didn't need it. Again, mm-hmm. like some people really do need it and some people don't. And she's like, yeah, my husband booked the trip, 125 rounds. Yeah, when you said like small businesses or sequential businesses, like you still got contractors or those that are like, um, what are they called? Uh, people that I guess do like um, they cut lawn and keep up all that stuff. They're still working. All those people are still working. I don't know if that's because that's an outside thing. Like, I really so don't what know. Do they do? Another thing I wanted to bring up is why is other countries spraying buildings down and wiping stuff down and making sure people are really seriously staying inside? Like, Russia has lions walking the streets and and um, China is spraying down the outside of their buildings and, uh, you know, um, other countries making sure people are staying inside by possibly inflicting pain through whipping them like you know 
but not <laughs> Yo, this is really that serious is that is true and we're the only ones that's like taking it a little lightly and south korea which is like one of the countries that literally curbed it and got it contained and they literally were like the go-to for how to handle this pandemic are now seeing so how is that not a problem like, not to move forward i don't understand especially if another country is doing it that don't mean that we're better than it. them and that it can't happen to us i don't understand because we have what exactly what do we have the most cases and i know south korea you can't kind of compare because south korea is a has way less population wise than us but even compared to china even compared to china you forgot your medicine you have. Thank you, Xavier. You have this medicine. Thank you for my medicine. Thank you. Yeah, open it for you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm going back to bed and you're going to come with me. Okay. And you're going to sleep back to me. Okay. Go back to bed. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you can't help but the laugh. He's too cute. <laughs> Um, but I know like South Korea has like way less population wise, but I'm just, that is so concerning. I don't know. I just, I don't, I, obviously like I'm not a, uh, what is it? Economist. I don't know what is the right or wrong thing to do. And I know that you can't have a failed economy and you, we don't want to be in like a great depression and everybody go broke. I understand that. But I mean, if you rush it, but I feel like we the, all die. Then yeah, I mean, like the pelvis, like it's the choice everybody's between bad. should we go broke or should we have life? Like, which one should weigh the opposite? Like, that's what it seems like. They're sitting there flip flopping back and forth. They know without life, there is no money to be made. Who is going to make the money? <laughs> like, who's going to go to these jobs if they did? Dead bodies cannot work for you, sir. Uh, Dead exactly. bodies cannot go to, to go to work. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you just you just never know these days. I just wish that everybody stays safe out there. I keep everybody in prayer. I keep this world in prayer. If you do not believe in prayer, you should try it. Um, it does work wonders um, that everybody pray um, for a better world and that this um, virus yes. gets kicked out completely um, and that everyone is safe. Pray for your mental and pray for your mental because I know it can wear on you. Mm -hmm. This thinking, like, it causes anxiety, especially if you have to go out to the store. So pray that the Lord, you know. And and we don't even know how this is going to impact people's mental after all this is said and done. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, the loss of a a close friend, family member, loss of your job, how you're going to sustain what you currently have, um, taking care of a family. You know, it really plays on people's mental. So please be mindful. And I just think people should definitely just um, also prayer, be prayerful and actually try to help those that, you know, that need help that if they can be of help to them to, to lend a hand, it goes a long way. Yeah. And it doesn't even Mm -hmm. have to be money. It could just be a listening ear, reaching out, you know, talking to your elderly neighbor, you know, not, you know, social distance wise, but just reaching out to people, even just sending a nice little, thank you card or thinking of you card write letters facetime call email text instant message instagram facebook it don't matter you know just reach out to your closest loved ones because you never know um we can be here one day and go on the next
Exactly. But y'all, so this has been a wonderful episode. We've done discussed it all. We will come back to you next week. <laughs> same place, same time. Because <laughs> we be on a low. We'll be on a row, and then we be this. I mean, every time something happens, either traveling or well, this was out of our control. But literally, um, we will try to. We will be more consistent because things are unfolding day by day, and you know, yeah. we'll we'll have plenty. We'll have a to lot talk to about. discuss. So thank you for tuning in to Damn This Is Hard podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. And I'm your other host, Rudy. And we're on all the platforms. So leave a comment. And if there's anything that you want us to talk about, like uh, episode that you want us to discuss, whether it's, you know, whatever you want, leave a comment either on this app, which is Anchor, or on Spotify, or on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Leave us a comment or suggestion. We have an Instagram called Damn This Is Hard Podcast, at Damn This Is Hard Podcast on Instagram. So drop us a note, DM us. Let us know if there's anything that you want us to discuss. And all right, we'll thank you. Everyone, you stay well. safe out there. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, stay, stay bye bye.